Welcome back to the Self-Abandonment Recovery Podcast. My name is Stacey Embers, and I am your host. I'm a recovering alcoholic, sex and love addict, and codependent, and I spent my entire life self-abandoning. I spent my entire life people-pleasing, being codependent, and being who I thought you wanted me to be. And today, no longer. I'm connecting back to myself. What do I want? What do I need? Who am I? And then living that most authentic life. And I'm here to share my stories with you, my actionable tools to help you on your self-abandonment recovery journey as well. I want to thank everyone who has subscribed since last week. I'm so grateful for all of your reviews on the podcast. It really helps other people find me. So thank you so much. And you can also watch this podcast on YouTube. Um, One last thing, the self-abandonment recovery course is going to be live again in July. So make sure to go to stacyembers.com to sign up for the wait list. I'm really excited about this topic. Um, I'm going to be talking about self-abandonment in terms of friendships and how that looks like to me. And um, I have done a lot of self-abandoning in terms of friendships. I used to be very selfish and self-centered. And I really looked at friendships like, what could I get out of you? This was really prevalent when I was drinking heavily and in my alcoholism and just really lived my life like that. But in general with friends, it was like, if you you enabled me, then I was all about you. If you didn't say anything about my behavior or I could get something from you, then I was all in. And then there was a period of time in my life um, in sobriety where... I was really all about quantity. And I'm here to tell you there is no right or wrong answer. You, this is this is just my story. This is just my perspective. And for me, I wanted a lot of warm bodies around me that made me feel good and worthy and that I knew a lot of people and that that a lot of that comes from my childhood my my family put a lot of energy and um a lot of focus on knowing a lot of people having a lot of friends we had a lot of parties it was a really wonderful time in my life i mean i really treasured that part of my life but i really transitioned that into adulthood and and said i i, I really um, valued having more friends. And I really had no concept at all of depth of friend. And, um, and until I started doing the self-abandonment work and this codependency work and this really deep recovery, when I really shifted into this more awake, um, part of my life, I realized that, I was just allowing anyone to have me, have my energy. And my time and my energy is my highest currency. And I would just give it away freely to whoever who wanted it. Um, And I'm no longer willing to do that today. You know, I want nourishing, deep relationships with people. And there are 
there's a kind of a formula that I use to get there. And so what I had to do several years ago was take an inventory of who's in my life. Jim Rohn, he's a motivational speaker. He said that we are an average of the five people that we are around the most. So I'm kind of taking that concept and I'm using it in an in, in, in an energetic uh, way. So how the people around you, how the people that you choose to be around, how they vibrate really changes how you vibrate. If you're around five people that vibrate really high in whatever, in, in what way that you feel is, is vibrating high, if they're vibrating high, then you are going to lift your vibration. If you're around three people that vibrate really low and two people that vibrate really high, you're not going anywhere. You're not going to grow. Your vibration is not going to soar it like you may want it to. And you don't even know why because of the people that you're around. So um, I actually put this in the self-abandonment recovery course. We, we do an inventory. It's like, I think it's like 10 or 12 questions. And we look at the people that you're around. Do they inspire you? Do they, do they challenge you in a way that is healthy? I love thinking about the life that I am creating for me today. Do the people around me fill that today? Or do they align with the life that I used to have and the person that I used to be that I am no longer today? And those are really hard questions. And so what I had to do was essentially look at these relationships and look at, you know, is there reciprocity? Am I getting something? Am I giving something? Are we, I, I, when I visualize it, I visualize it like a sideways um, infinity sign. Is there flow? Is there give and take? Are they happy for me when I win? Am I happy for them when they win? What I do, what, I, what I've had to do in the past is if there's a lot of no's under that person, I have to choose if I'm willing to make a vulnerable request to them for something that I need out of the relationship. And they can choose whether they want to do that or not. They absolutely have that choice. And then, then we've got some choices to make. And then we may need to, to shift something around this relationship. So say you've inventoried this relationship and it really checks all the boxes. Yes, there aren't a lot of no's there. But you're feeling like I re- there's like this, this resistance to be with someone else, to spend time with this person. And but they're checking all the boxes. Yes. This is a really good opportunity for me to look at myself. What's going on with me? Am I being judgmental? That really shows up a lot for me. It shows up way more than I would like, but it's, you know, I tend to go to the one up position. And so it's like, you're not, you're not doing the right thing. You're not, whatever I think that you aren't doing right, right. I'm in my will. And I think that I I think I know what you should be doing with your life. If I'm in that place, then I can't be relational and I can't, um, I can't, I can't be relational, period. So I have to really look at what's going on with me that I have a resistance with that person and then redo that inventory and say, you know what, this is my stuff and they didn't really change that much and I need to work on me. I am so intentional 
about who I spend my time with. So I came up with this thing. It just like came to me one day and I was like, okay, this is what this is what's happening in my brain. But I put everybody into tiers, like my friends into tiers. And so I have a tier one friends, I have tier two friends, and I have tier three, tier three friends. And so the other day I was talking to Adam and I was like, I'm gonna start looking for more tier three friends. And eventually seeing if they want to, if they, if I can bump them up to twos, because I had some tier two friends that I wanted to bump down into tier three friends. And so I'm like, I wanted more. I can't just have like a few friends. Like I wanted more than just like to be with like two people. And so, because things change, right? People change. I evolve. And sometimes we I'll evolve people and, and there's nothing wrong with anyone. It's just, this is how it goes. And so, um, so tier one people are people that are my soul connected people, and they're not necessarily where I live. Some of them are, and some of them live far away, but, and some of them I don't talk to all the time necessarily, but we are soul connected. And tier two friends are people that, um, oh, I'm going to back up. So tier one people are, I'm really, um, interested in giving them my energy to nourish the relationship, even if they're far away. It doesn't mean I have to talk to them all the time necessarily, but um, the people that are close, I really put a lot of time and energy into nourishing this relationship. It means something to me. We're vibrating high. We are, we are growing together and it's not linear, right? Because I could be in a, a kind of a, a, a weird spot and they have to hold space for me, but in general, we are moving forward. We're, we're, we're looking to grow. And so tier two friends for me are the people that I adore, but there's typically something lacking in there with connection with me that I, I want to spend time with them, but I'm not going to spend a ton of one-on-one time with them, maybe a little bit of one-on-one time with them but I really love them in groups because I get to be around them. But it's like, I, I don't have to give up my, my one-on-one time because I have children and I have a job and I have a partner and I have a family and I do competitions and I races. And I mean, there's and gardening. I mean, all the things that, that, that fuel me, right? So we only have so much time. So then tier three friends are people that I also adore, but they're, they're a little bit more on the outskirts. We're not like communicating regularly. I will see them and typically hang out with them in group settings, but generally there is some sort of a gap where there's again, like a little bit of a connection lacking. And I think they're wonderful, but it's like, I'm, I'm probably not going to go have coffee with you, but I think you're wonderful. Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm looking at this going, okay, I, I'm going to shift this person down a tier because we're not really aligning anymore. And it, I've gotten as much information as I can, and I've made a vulnerable request and this isn't working. So, but I adore this person, but I'm going to move them down. So I'm going to, I want to bring someone up or bring someone in somebody new, right? Because I'm like constantly looking for kind of my soul family, my tribe, people that align with me. You know, I don't want a million, but I certainly want a a group of people. And so I was like, 
okay. I told Adam, I was like, I am going to start taking applications for new friends. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking for tier three and tier two. Maybe some, somebody will bump up, but you know, this is kind of what I'm doing. And he's like, okay, who do you think would be good? And I was like, okay, I really like her. I really like her. I really like her. So what it, what I do is, you know, I ask these people to hang out with me and I did just small, I said coffee or a walk or something where I can just start gathering information because I want to make sure that this person aligns with me, but I can't necessarily get all, well, sometimes you can get the, all the information you need right out the gate, but I'm not going to hang out with people that I just don't have any kind of connection with. But I want to gather some information and then say, do I want to see this person again? Do I want to spend more time with this person? Um, so I, I asked this woman to, I absolutely told her about the tears and I was like, I'm looking for some more people. I want to put them in my tier, but you know, and, and we'll just kind of see how it goes. And she, and her response was incredible. She was like, let's just tip our toe in and see how it goes. And I'm like, you are amazing because you know your worth and you're not, you know, offended by this, that like, this is a process and I am discerning and I want to make good choices for myself. And it was just so really beautiful. We had a wonderful walk. And at the end I was like, can I see you again? Legitimately said this. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, so I want to gather more information because old Stacy would have just jumped in to people and then had to then self-abandon because then I realized that I don't want to spend time with this person because I didn't get the, the, all the information or I didn't kind of ease into it. And then now I'm in people pleasing where I'm like, I can't hurt their feelings. So I'm going to say yes to hang out with them when I don't really want to. And now I'm not aligned. And now I'm not living my most authentic life because I'm going against my mouth and my actions don't match my insides. And there I go again. And I'm not willing to do that today. Not even a little bit. And it's hard. It's really, really hard. This is so touchy because in my people-pleasing mode, I'm like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And, you know, I don't want to this or that. But truly, it's not about that. I mean, we can do anything with love and compassion. We can communicate with love and compassion. And this is not about walking away from relationships. This is not about not trying. This is about really checking in with ourselves and saying, the people that I am giving energy to, that I'm spending time with, does this still align with me? Or did you just end up there? Did you just wake up and you're like, who are these people that I'm around? They don't even align with me anymore. That's okay. You know, so we can look at that, take inventory of who we're around and see if we can adjust some things, make vulnerable requests, see if there can be some changes. And if not, then you can look at not spending as much time with that person or kind of walking away from the relationship because people change, people evolve. Um, it happens. <laughs> it, it really, really happens. Um, so... We are not honoring ourselves when we just continually do things that go against our value system, go against what our gut or our insides are saying, and we don't want to hurt other people's feelings, so we do it anyway. 
we're getting so far off of our path of our most authentic life, our magic, like our special, amazing, wonderful magic. We're getting farther and farther away from that. And the more we check in with ourselves, go into that alignment and do the thing that is so aligned for us specifically, then we're living our most authentic life. Then we are not self-abandoning. We are living in our magic. And I'm, I'm really intentional. And, you know, I, I really enjoy living my life like this because I will be, <laughs> I, I, I'm just not interested in waking up and wondering how I got there anymore. I did it and it, it is crushing and I'm just not interested in it anymore. So that is how self-abandonment has showed up in my life and how I deal with that today and how the, the tools that I use and the processes that I use um, to look at relationships and who I'm surrounding myself with today and just really, really making sure that it aligns with where I'm wanting to go and where I am going, the life that I'm building today really intentionally. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for, you know, allowing me into your life. Um, please pass this on to someone that you think would really benefit from this. And as always, go to stacyembers.com to sign up for the waitlist for the self-abandonment recovery course that will be opening up again in July. And I love you. I'm so proud of you and enjoy.